What are we talking about tonight? Vocation stuff. Oh, vocation stuff. Hey, welcome to the men's show. We're talking vocation stuff. Roll it. It's just, it's a great jam. It really it's is. It's a great jam. Welcome back to the Catholic Men's Show, the Awakened Catholic Men's Show. You've got to be specific. There's many Catholic there Men's Shows out there, many men's shows, but this is the Awakened Catholic Men's Show. I am your guest host, John Mark Grodi, and Father Peter is with me tonight, and Matt, I can't remember. Pindoli. Pindoli. I can't, it's, 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 you're good, you're good. It's a juicy last name. He didn't say my last name. Uh, it'll remain <laughs> nameless. Okay, so tonight we're talking about vocation and discernment, and you know, before the show today, we started sharing our vocation stories, and we're like, man, we're going to talk about that. We had, we had some good good discussion there. We're going to bring a bit of that to you here in a moment, but before we get there, I want to remind you that you can go to awakencatholic.org slash donate and become part of the Awakened Nation. Uh, help us uh, support this mission of bringing truth through beauty. Also, download the app at theawakenapp.io. You can connect with us and other members of the community, and it's the best way to follow content. And again, if you're part of the Awaken Nation, you can get some special bonus stuff there, as well as uh, including a clip from our recent episode on coolness. So it was pretty cool. So check that out. Also, download the Hallow app at hallow.app slash awaken. You got that right? Hallow.app slash awaken. Yep, I'm getting the mm-hmm. thumbs up from the control room. If you download that app, you get a free 30-day trial subscription, and it supports our ministry, and it's a great app to help you, uh, you know, dig a little deeper in prayer in your life. So check that out. Have you ever dreamed of visiting Paris in the fall? Seeing the beautiful Eiffel Tower lit up by a sunset? Visiting and venerating holy locations of the Sister Saints of France in the Sioux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. This fall 2021, join select international tours with Claire Swinarski from The Catholic Feminist, author and speaker Catherine Whitaker, and our amazing hosts Morgan Holliger and Megan Burwell from Awakens Show, Naked Without Shame, on a once-in-a-lifetime Sun River Cruise pilgrimage. Join our friends at Select International Tours and Cruises with over 34 years of experience, they are the perfect company to help you experience pilgrimage. To learn more, visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Bon voyage! So, gentlemen, um, hmm. we, we, interesting smattering here. I was about to say, yeah. Different vocations, you hmm. know, married, priesthood, still working that out, discerning yeah. that. And we were talking about that beforehand, and you were sh- sharing a bit of your your story and you you yours and I thought man let's let's talk a bit about mm-hmm. you know discernment we've all been through this as as young men mm-hmm. discerning what God's calling in our lives yeah. and i guess two things we've all been through the the need the obligation as a christian uh and a, and a christian men uh to discern uh, what God's calling mm-hmm. to us to do in the big sense in our life you know the big vocation but also we all struggled too in different ways with uh doing that well but at the same time not uh, like letting off the the uh, pedal, so to speak, mm. of remaining, being present with God and where he has us now. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. not getting so focused on the future that we forget about where we are, what we're doing. So talk about a little bit about that. Today. Well, and we've all been intentionally open to the priesthood in our life, which yeah. is yeah. a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, guess guess we, which one it took. <laughs> <laughs> the, so we all see where that turned out. Um and and so that's that's an important thing. But yeah. I, I remember back not to jump jump into th- things too quick. But I remember back uh, during college when I first had like a real punch in the face from God, as Dad says, the uh, the divine two by four, the, proverb, yeah, the proverbial two, yeah. divine two by four to the yeah. face, um, about kind of 
vocational stuff for me. So he wanted me to start thinking about priesthood. Um, but I didn't really know what to do with it, you know, so I, I went and, uh, praise God, I, I talked to this one priest. I said, all right, I think God might be calling me to priest. What do I need to do? And I need to drop, you know, jump out of college now and join seminary. And he kind of helped me walk through a little bit. And at the time, what he helped me discern was that, that I need to, I should probably finish out college at the time. That at least it should continue on with college. I didn't need to jump out right then and there. Um, but basically to then really make the focus in my life growing in my relationship with God so that I could be more open to his call and I could actually be able to hear his call a bit Mm -hmm. clearer. And uh, when I just kind of put that as my focus and priority and I really didn't think about the future as much anymore. I tried not to think just intentionally. I tried not to think all the time about like vocation, about marriage and priesthood and all this stuff. I just tried to think like, okay, day to day, like, Lord, how do I get closer to you? And then the discernment actually sort of just flowed from that. Right. And uh, I'm not saying it was perfect from there on in by for me mm-hmm. and there on out. But um, but I think that's important because that's that's sort of the distinction for us of these two different types of discernment you're talking about, of the vocational discernment, which, you know, there, there are times to do it. And there are times when we kind of have to set it off to the side for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but every day we need to be discerning what is it that God has called me to do today, you know, to grow closer to him, to uh, to serve him better and to serve his uh, service, you know brothers and sisters here on earth vocational discernment is like an onion it's got layers right it's like <laughs> and a it makes you cry <laughs> yeah and i think with, especially people my age like discernment Absolutely. is such a a necessary thing for yeah. every for everybody yeah, yeah. and the, the, the word the word discernment has kind of like a negative connotation mm. um especially for people my age just because they think discernment is priesthood it's no. what they think yeah right right um and it's not yeah. You know, it's every, it's every part of your life. Yeah. yeah. I'm focused towards God. So, yeah, I was thinking, you know, with, with the, I was thinking about uh, the, the, the different layers with that, you know, in the sense of, um, we all have to like, so starting the outermost layer or maybe the innermost layer, I'm not sure which end of the onion to start with, but like we're, we're first, we, we, hopefully we, we got this from our upbringing, but we're called to be, we're just called to be um, men and women of God. We're hmm. called to be saints. Like that, that first level of discernment of just choosing to be whom God has called me to be in the most basic sense. God created me. Uh, I am his. And like the right response to that reality is to try to pursue him. Okay, well then then we're, we're Catholic here. We believe, you know, for various reasons, you know, again, we've come at this in di- different directions uh, in some sense, but we believe that this is Christ's church and we believe, you know, Christ is the son of God, all those layers, all the things that we have discerned, uh, in our, in our walk with the Lord and we've discerned and we've chosen. So then, I mean, but, but, uh, we, we get to a certain point. A lot of that is simply a matter of, of revelation of what God has given to us you know, long before we get to the level of, okay, like 98% of what I'm supposed to do with my life is like laid out for me. Right. Like I have the Ten Commandments. I have the Beatitudes. I have the Church teaching. Like, yeah. like even if I don't know where I'm supposed to exactly go in my life, right now I have so much in front of me mm. to work on. I like I have so much um, that God has called me to do, and it's that that last I don't know what is it ten percent or five percent mm. or two percent of like, oh yeah, what actual job am I supposed to do? What actual yeah. role, you know? But even before that's clear, and especially when that's not clear, you know, maybe that that it's just not the time for it to be clear. Hmm. It's like we still have so much already mm-hmm. to uh, be working on, to be growing in. Like we're not the saints we could be right now, and so mm-hmm. even if that future vocation is not clear, like I stay in the moment and I 
I'm faithful to what's been given to me. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, and I don't know if you meant to do that, sure. to do this, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't separate them out. I almost say like in terms of percentage, I wouldn't say like 80% is this. And then alongside yeah, it is yeah. the 20% that's your vocation because inevitably that's what your vocation is, is about. It's mm-hmm. the manner in life that you vow to take by which the river of grace and kind of energy in your life that God, that, you know, God's constantly flowing into you that through which you're from, which you're supposed to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it is the channel in which that is, you know, channeled right. <laughs> that, that right. you know, that grace is channeled. It's the way in which you're supposed to live the common baptismal promise. Yeah. Right. So if we were asked, how am I supposed to live that right now? I'm, I know what I'm supposed to live it as. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to live it as a priest, you know, in that particular, in the particular way in which the priest is supposed to be lived. You are supposed to live it as a marriage person. Mm-hmm. Now, you haven't taken a vocation yet, right, Matt? This is an intervention, actually. Intervention. No, I'm just kidding. This is an intervention. <laughs> no, but Welcome. but the point is that because you have not gotten there yet, it doesn't mean that you're exempt from living those things, right? Right. You know, but and so you have your own. There's a particular way in which you're living it right now, and that's discerned day to day. But yeah, you know. and that's something that you talked about being that, that those areas where sometimes you just don't know, and that was something I struggled with. Um, was in those times where I didn't know, I looked too far ahead. Mm. Um, I know in my, in my discernment process from early age, I mean, I had some really good priests and, um, uh, yeah, spiritual ministers and spiritual directors that were in my life. And as trying to be a good, faithful Catholic man, I I started discerning this. I was like, wow, this could actually be something that is worth, worthwhile. And I I need to understand this and I need to actively seek this out. Um, and it came to the point where, I hadn't really dated anybody and I was still on my path. Like I didn't have a vocation, you know, I didn't really have a direction that I felt called to. Mm-hmm. And so with all these amazing people in my life, I was like, I brought my discernment towards seminary to the forefront. Not saying that I was pulled in a big drastic way, mm-hmm. but that was something that was very prevalent in my life and something maybe I kind of discerned more often, especially in the time period, like of high school and transitioning into college. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I looked in, in that mindset, I looked so far in the future. I had, I had this, this mindset that, yeah, if being a priest is such an intimate position with in, in relation with God, then why wouldn't anybody want to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of held myself, but now through, through talking with others and talking with um, people in my life, my views changed a little bit on that. Um, But I looked in those moments of times where I I didn't have any clarity. Um, I was looking too far into the future and I missed out on some of the graces the Lord was trying Mm -hmm. to show me in that way. Um, So yeah, just in the discernment process, I mean, yeah, just yeah. stay present, discern every day, like you said, because mm-hmm. that's a that plays a really big part. It's it, it's a great example. It's a great, uh, you know, yeah, not of not getting too focused on the future. But I also do like though what you said about being open to to this great vocation that maybe something that you know many of us are not super familiar with. Like maybe we don't have any priests in the family, but we see that we we see good examples of it, and to be open to it, I think. It, it's a it's an act of faith for us as Christians to um, to keep in our mind that sometimes when we don't know the to the future, it's okay to kind of strike out in a direction to test the waters a little bit mm-hmm. because again we believe in a provident God and we believe if we if we 
you know, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to move in this direction. But I also trust that if it's not where I'm called to, if it's not where I'm going to be happy, if it's not where God really wants me, then he's going to show me that as well. Mm-hmm. And so we can, we can, we can stay put if we're not feeling called and just, you know, continue to work on our, our work on ourselves, so to speak, be open to God, continue right. trying to be a saint. Um, or we can move in a direction and test the water. And, and as dad would say, measure the peace a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, make a, make a, a tentative decision. You know, and move that direction a little bit, but then continue to be attentive to the Holy Spirit and just mm-hmm. and, and, and trusting that God will, you know, one way or another, he'll give me that, that direction and guidance. So there's a peace there. You know, I don't right. have to worry. Uh, yeah, I kind of gave myself, <laughs> and we talked earlier a little mm-hmm. bit before, I just kind of gave myself a timeline, uh, right? I was I was in this peace for this, this, this long period of my life and I didn't really understand. Well, I just kind of want God to say in my, in prayer, hey, go to seminary, you know, <laughs> or hey. You shouldn't go to seminary because you're going to find a beautiful lady to be with, you know, yeah. but that's ultimately not really how it happens. Um, I mean, yeah. if it does, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sometimes every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. It's lucky people. <laughs> but I gave myself a timeline. I said, well, I need, I need, I need to be proactive and do something about this mm-hmm. um, because I haven't experienced either end. So I can't get rid of both of those choices. Mm. I can't say I don't want to go to seminary if I've never gone. Or I can't say I don't want to be married if I've never dated. Um, So I gave myself a timeline. Yeah, I'm going to give myself until I finish undergrad in college. And then after that, if I am not dating anybody or get this call to be consecrated single person, Mm. um, then I'll go to seminary, you know. And that's, that's actually helped a lot. You know, it gave me a little bit of a direction, a little bit of something to strive for. And it didn't really worry me because I was, I was still in, in peace with both of those options. I was just battling between two goods, mm-hmm. which is a good, which it's is a good one. Yeah. It, it's funny because it brings up a question, but I'll do it after you say what you're going to say, Jamar, because yours well, might be related to this well, topic. Don't, don't lose it if you got it. I was, okay. was going to ask you a question like, can there be, um, can there be, could it be that someone, worries over like wanting to hear God's voice in one of these kinds of decisions, but is not really open to that direction because they're not living out there what they have already in their life. Well, in mm. the sense of sometimes is there, is, is our ability to discern and to hear God's voice somewhat conditional on whether or not we're living out our life well mm. right now? Would there be a connection yeah. in there? Oh, I, I, I would think that would be for sure. You know, it's one of the things you mentioned. It, it's, it's very hard to strike the balance on one's understanding and not just understanding because it's not just an intellectual thing. It's a thing that kind of really becomes deeply rooted in our hearts. It's it's hard to sort of discern, not discern in the the way we're talking about it, but discern in the sense of be able to distinguish mm-hmm. the, the what I want from the what God wants. Mm-hmm. Because we do talk that way and we should talk that way that ultimately what God wants is what is going to be the most fruitful and fulfilling for my life. But as we've talked about in some of our past episodes, honestly, of the show, mm-hmm. is that it's not, that's not a thing that can necessarily, necessarily become the primary, the primary motive, you know, is the primary motive should not be the what I want. The primary motive should be what God wants and then by the secondary results, right. we will get what we want, right? And so, but the thing is that that is hard thing to really like to let into one's heart and to really make the deciding factor in the stuff we do it be, because there's so much fear 
Um, there's so many desires and everything that sort of swarm around and muddy the water, uh, make it hard to actually be able to ask God and discern what he wants. Um, and that's exactly what we're talking about is that day to day, you know, from moment to moment, you know, uh, what are we supposed to do except grow closer to God? And it's funny because you mentioned earlier on how for some people, yeah, you know, some some blessed people, um, they get the audible voice of God in their life saying like, do this. And it's like, I read about those saints and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, why didn't you just do that in my uh, life, Lord? Why didn't you just, why didn't you just tell so me? Easy. And, uh, you know, why did, why didn't you just go and, uh, why don't you just, you know, tell me to do this in my life and then just to let, you know, let me get there. And, uh, one of the things I've realized since then is that I think that if he had done that to me when I was like in high school, if he just told me you're supposed to become a priest, I don't know how my I don't know if I would have ever been led along the path to grow my relationship with him such mm-hmm. that I could actually say yes to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of the thing is that God he shepherds us. Mm-hmm. And a shepherd doesn't stand at the end point of a journey and beckon. Right. He leads us along the way step by step. And because of that we have to learn to trust in him because we may only see the next step. We may we don't see the end point, you know. Um and that, that is how he actually leads us into this more trusting relationship. And so while it's sort of frustrating at the time, sometimes we're like, why don't you just tell me like already, even if it's, even if I don't have to do it for five years, why don't you just tell me, you know, yeah. that's what you needed me to do in five years. Yeah. It's like, no, that's, that's, that's not the kind of relationship that he's inviting us into. Right. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you. You know you've always wanted to go to Paris. Well, now's your chance. If you go with Select International Tours, the sponsor of today's Awakened Catholic Show episode, you can join Claire Swinarski from the Catholic Feminist Podcast, as well as author and speaker Catherine Whitaker and our amazing hosts Morgan Holliger and Megan Burwell from Awaken's show Naked Without Shame on a -a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage in France. Visit and venerate the Sister Saints of France in Les Yeux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. Sac le bleu! Learn more by visiting selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. At the, at the beginning of, of the Gospel of Mark, um, one of Christ's first invitations, he Christ says, be converted and accept the Gospel. Hmm. And it, what's interesting there is that like, what comes before accepting the Gospel accepting the word of God, accepting the discernment, maybe the what God's speaking to me, there needs to be a change in heart first. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. You know, if we want to be open to God's discernment, sometimes, again, like there could be the case where we're, we're not uh, being converted in the present, but we're expecting to receive discernment about the future. Right. And it's like, no, 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 here and now, this day, God is saying, be converted you know, change your heart, you know, change, change your, your way of life. Be, be, uh, follow me, imitate, mm-hmm. imitate me and, and accept the gospel. And so it's almost like there's uh, sometimes we would maybe put the cart before the horse, the sense of, well, God, tell me what you're supposed to do, do with my life. And then I'll go right. and like get stuff done. It's like, no, 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 be converted. Yeah. And then accept what I lead you to. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. That conversion process is so crucial, you yeah. know, especially because, looking back on my life when you, when you, when you're reading that, it's like, yeah, maybe I wasn't being converted, but I, I just wanted what I thought God wanted, you mm-hmm. know, and that's the key word. I thought this was going to be the right path. Yeah. And I kind of isolated myself. I said, Lord, I'm going to do this for you. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't being converted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, another piece of this thing is important is that the discernment, 
we are discerning something that is real and active and alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like God does actually have right. a plan for your right. life. You know, yeah. I know. For, you know, for me, in my my vocation story, uh, I sort of went to seminary um, thinking that 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 call or that talk of a call was sort of a um, just a, po- a polite fiction, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I really did meet other men who really did have this desire and this, and the, a sense of calling. Um, and I had just gone to seminary cause I thought, you know, well, I'm a serious Catholic. I'm trying to be, and this seems like what serious Catholic guys do. And so I, I've got to be tough and do it. But no, they, like, there were guys who really were called to that. And at the time, again, in my discernment, uh, was that I am open to this. And if God wants to bring me back here, I will, I will come back. But at that time, it's like I, I wasn't feeling that call. And if anything, if I was honest with myself, I desired to have a family. So I, again, I, in my, in my case, I, I left seminary and went and pursued that. And, you know, here we are, you know, yeah. but um, that the call is something real. Like God, mm-hmm. God, God does have, even if it's not immediately apparent, there is something he's leading you to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the things that we kind of struggle with. Uh, in this day and age in particular, and I think probably has to do with sort of our progressivism, kind of consumerism, you know, all about like what will be make you most successful, shoot for the highest thing. Um, we have a hard time with the language of the church, which speaks of certain vocations being, quote unquote, higher mm-hmm. than other vocations. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, the problem, the thing that we, the, the problem that we have with thinking of the language that way is we associate sort of higher and like more noble um, as like inherently, therefore, better and universally better. And so because of that, every you know, you are be better. You will be better if you join the higher vocation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for monastic life, is kind of pinnacle, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, like uh, Dawson Priesthood, if I'm not mistaken, monastic life is like pinnacle. Actually, maybe hermit, hermit life. I'm not sure. Um, but okay. um, monastic life is like pinnacle and uh, uh, priesthood. You know, uh, diocesan priesthood. You know, kind of uh, uh, like out in the world. Need a priesthood. leaderboard up here. So, I know. We can, right. we can arrange it. There you <laughs> go. And then, like, and then, and then, married life. You know. Yeah. Now it's not a better or worse thing because if it was, then that's what that's what kind of becomes of our discernment is like. Well, if I'm serious about life, then I should just do the do the the highest thing, right? right you know. Right. And that's what I, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it was a leaderboard type thing. Exactly. And then, but the funny thing about that is that yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't actually take a relationship with God to decide that. Or, I mean, it doesn't take a trusting kind of yeah. ongoing relationship with God to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and inevitably, and actually what it is is that it's us respond to, responding to the call of God that that he has been already preparing us for. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it will be the thing that draws us into the fullness of service and love and glorification of, of him mm-hmm. when we actually do the thing that he's called us to do. And we can still, you know, we can still recognize another vocation as higher. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Pope mm-hmm. in a sense, you know, where, well, first of all, I would, I don't want to be Pope. In case the bishops are out there listening to this. No, I mean, I just like look at what the Pope has to deal with, you know, and I just like, I don't want that. And then there's no false humility there. I just don't want it. Um and but the thing is that like you know, no one no one would strive to be the pope, even though we would all be able to recognize it as as high very as high a high calling. a very high thing a very high calling, um, and we would recognize that. But but no one would no one would say well because that's the highest thing obviously that I should want to 
be the and, pope. And if anyone you know, does, there probably shouldn't probably be the pope. Shouldn't be the pope maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, but but that's the funny thing. It's like it makes sense. Like it's kind of obvious to us maybe yeah, that, that that would yeah. be the case, you know, with with something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, why don't we understand that when it comes to just you know, kind of uh, the normal voc- sense right. vocations, yeah. you know. Well, you were using the language earlier, Matt, about like discerning between different goods. You know, like there's a, there's these different potential goods God could be leading you to, and and you're introducing this this notion uh, that there's even a hierarchy in those goods, discerning between goods of different levels. Like some of them are really great goods, some of them are lesser goods. They're still very great goods, but um, there's what's good, and then there's what's right in the sense of what God is actually calling me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's an important distinction because again, um, we find this all throughout life, and even very practical matters. I mean, mm-hmm. you. You know, it, it, it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to, um, like get off your couch once a day so that, you know, you don't get bed sores on your high knee, but it's, tell me but it's an even better good to, you know, go out for a nice jog in the nature or whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can necessarily look into somebody else's life and, and deal with their discernment. Like you have the, the step, the thing that you're called to today to do, and that is what's right for you. And so again, there's, we can, we can discern objectively kind of greater and lesser goods. We can look at the whole variety of things that are, are open to us that God could be calling us to, but then the, still the crucial question comes back to what is he calling me to do today? Yeah. You know, what's that? Yeah, and that is the cardinal virtue of prudence. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring it back around. It always comes around. I really wasn't trying to. I know. It was just, beautiful though. So yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> it just, um, one thing that kind of, changed my mindset um in my discernment process was just praying the simple prayer of like lord let your will be done to me yes you know every day um as we say in our father um and yeah not only yeah like you were talking about there's a plan that the lord has for me or all of us and um it's just distinguishing that and wherever whatever path it takes to get that done you know the lord's going to work through all of that all of these things in your life Mm -hmm. um and yeah just being open to the will of god and accepting that as long as my mind is focused and every day i wake up and i have a heart for the lord there's no other way that could it, my, my life couldn't turn bad hmm. you know yeah. and having that mindset mm-hmm. i'm being open every single day to everything that the lord puts in my life mm-hmm. um help me with my discernment especially from somebody that looks so far into the future mm-hmm. yeah. and is a planner sure. yeah that's a great way to put it. a heart for the lord yeah like that i just got back from hiking in montana and uh there's a, a hikers have this really cool phrase called uh, uh this really cool saying um, that I've, I've actually sort of re we've taken, I was sort of reinterpreted according to like a, this personal Did you ask the hikers for permission to co-opt their, <sighs> it's pending. It's pending. <laughs> I posted on their Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, everyone's going to know it. All, uh, not all who wander are lost. Uh, yes. You heard that before. Mm-hmm. Not all wander lost. That is it. When they use it, it's, it's a very positive kind of like. If you're just wandering around, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're lost, you know, because mm-hmm. like that's maybe where I want to be, you know, <laughs> but, but actually we apply that maybe it's a little bit to discernment. Mm. Um, not all who wander are 
lost forever. None who wander truly are lost forever in the sense of that doesn't matter. You know, like you go out and you strive and you try to discern everything you do, you do your stuff. doesn't matter how far you've come along or gone in any direction or, or anything really about it. You are never lost from God, God planning in your life, right. you know, um, I'd even go so far to say that if you, through some ignorance or belligerence or whatever, choose somehow, choose the vocation, irrevocably choose the vocation that God did not have ideally ordained for you, that you, you are not lost. God doesn't throw up his hands and say, okay, well, you really, you really messed up, kid. You really messed up, A.A. Ron. Churlish. And it comes down to this. It's, it's like this. Um, when, uh, when, when we're getting ready for priesthood, the, uh, the formators, they always tell us uh, that you discern your vocation, your priestly vocation. You, you, you think it, it, it is always a question, it, to a certain extent, smaller or greater, it is always a question in your mind. Up until the moment that you lay on that floor and the pre and the bishop puts his hands on your heads, yeah, on your head. I have two. I don't know if you knew that, but um, the bishop puts his hand. That's why my that's why ordination's not valid. He didn't put it on both. My, it's, it's back here somewhere. Um, when 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 he ordains you, then that is your vocation. I mean, they got, God respects the vow that you've made before him, right. you know, and hopefully it doesn't get to that point in the sense of, you know, hopefully you find the vocation and you, and you discover, you answer his call. Right. But even when you get there, even if you've wandered there, you're not lost, mm. you know, and, and you still can live an incredibly fruitful life in the service of God. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, you may, I would say maybe have a few more struggles along the way because, you know, you're, you're not exactly formulated Mm. And for that vocation as easily as it would have been otherwise. But gosh, and, anyway. and life's life's still short, you know, and yeah. you just, and you can, you can still give God whatever you have. But uh, yeah, again, there's, God has seen all of this and yeah, you're mm. never at a place where you're lost. You know, I think about one of our favorite passages of scripture in Proverbs, you know, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. There's that, what you said, mm-hmm. you have a heart for the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. You in know, other words, love God and do what you want. Yeah. As Augustine said, yeah, love <laughs> yeah. God and do what you want. Yeah. You know, even if you're wandering, even, and I think again, there's, for, for most of us, most people, there is at least some part of their vocation story involves some wandering, yeah. you know, some, some right. period of time where it's like, it's just not clear, Lord. And so you're wandering, but you're not lost, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and the thing is to keep wandering with a heart for the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key, as you said. Yeah. Money well, last minute uh, any more last minute vocation advice before we conclude? Mm-hmm. I think we've already given it. I mean it's a, maybe that's a pretty good There's way to good put a pin in it right there. Yeah, I feel like you guys entered into my intervention. This <laughs> <laughs> has been a successful intervention. <laughs> no. Hey, we'll be praying for you. And yeah, and let's sure. and, and know that any of any of you in the audience, the members of the Awakened Nation or, or new newcomers here. If you yourself are in a place of discernment, discerning where God's calling you, mm-hmm. whether it's uh whether he's calling you back to his fold, to his church, or whether you know you two are discerning the vocation he's calling to you in terms of being married or being a priest or religious uh, or whatever it, it is, we're praying for you in your mm-hmm. vocational discernment as well. And so um, I encourage you to download the Awaken app and join our community of, of people there who are go. trying to stay with that heart for the Lord as they discern uh, his will in their lives. You can connect with that community, you can connect, connect with us there, and it's a great way to follow the new Awaken Catholic content. That's at theawakenapp.io. 
And please go to awakencatholic.org slash donate and support uh, our, our mission, our mission of uh, sharing truth through beauty. And if you do so, there'll be some extra special stuff there in the app for you. So that's awakencatholic.org um, slash donate. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, finally, you know, a great way to help with your discernment, again, especially if you're wandering a little bit, is download that Hallow app, hallow.app slash awaken. Um, you know, as you said, you can you can still cultivate a heart for the Lord in your commitment to daily prayer. You know, and it will become clear eventually. But for today, you have what you need to keep following Jesus. And a great tool for that is the Hallow app. So download the, the app at hallow.app slash awaken. You'll get a free premium trial subscription, and it also supports our ministry. And it's pretty cool. So check that out. Um, once again, thanks for joining us uh, for this episode of The Men's Show. Thank you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see you again next time. God bless. This show and all media on Awakened Catholic is made possible by the Awakened Nation and the Hollow app. The Awakened Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken. Get out.